0: Here's some good news about the COVID-19 pandemic. It appears that the number of new infections is slowing worldwide. So what should we do now to reopen the US economy, but also proceed with steps that would prevent a major new outbreak? Well, here with us is microbiologist, Dr. Dean Hart. Dr. Hart is an expert on the transmission of viruses and diseases. For 25 years, he taught as an associate research scientist and assistant professor at Columbia University College of Physicians and Surgeons. Dr. Hart, thank you for being here. First, let's take a look at what's happening globally with this pandemic. Two million cases worldwide, at least 130,000 deaths. But it looks like this pandemic peaked on April 10th. Is the worst behind us? Your thoughts.
1: Well, this is a very artificial peak. We've closed down the world to business and socialization. What we've done is close the churches, the schools, and everything else. So logic dictates with that the only thing in our public health armamentarium that it would slow things down, not halt them but slow things down we still have to go get food and things like that but it will slow things down but it's hardly the fix
0: well i know the president is suspending u.s support payments to the world health organization because of its mishandling of the viral outbreak so what do you think about that and china's dishonesty about the viral outbreak in wuhan
1: well uh, china is not honest they're a communist country. You wouldn't expect them to be honest. So I don't think anything of it except they're uh, communists, and I'm a capitalist, and we are much more an open society with autonomy, freedom, and all the great things that we get from our Constitution. That China isn't honest? So? <laughs> you would have thought they were. Now, to the World Health Organization, that's a huge problem, because it is too political, and it is beholden to certain countries more than others. And the U.S. generally likes to be in charge of everything since we're the richest. Now, the World Health Organization plays a vital role in many areas, and you just can't close it down. WE KNOW WE CERTAINLY NEED A BETTER WORLD HEALTH ORGANIZATION, A MORE HONEST, TRANSPARENT ONE. WE NEED ONE THAT REPORTS STUFF LIKE THIS MUCH MORE FREELY AND ACCURATELY AND GET THE POLITICS OUT OF IT. WHEN THE WORLD HEALTH ORGANIZATION organization PLAYED The pandemic card, it was with the approval of all the politicians telling them, yeah, now it's okay. They have to get away from politics and be a scientific organization more so. But the World Health Organization helps the poor and needy. The United States does not need the WHO. The United States has all the resources and science at their disposal. The problem is the WHO does wonderful things in Mozambique and... And with Ebola. So it's necessary, but it needs a whole lot of improvement. De- defunding it and disbanding it is not the answer, but improving it, my goodness, it needs a lot of work. And here in the U.S.,
0: did we start mitigation early enough, in your opinion? Dr. Fauci said when he requested that the president move forward with mitigation, he didn't hesitate. He did it. And it seems like mitigation has worked. So your thoughts on that?
1: OKAY, MITIGATION, DR. FAUCI IS A SCIENTIST LIKE MYSELF. He said, the sooner you do mitigation, the better. Well, any scientist can say that. If you have one case, you can close down the world and start mitigating, and the outcome would be better. But hindsight is twenty-twenty. In reality, you have to have enough of an epidemic to make it worthwhile to react and then start closing and self-quarantine and closing things down. So at what point you turn the switch to off and... and, and do what we're doing, which obviously works to a great extent, it, it, but it, it it eliminates the economy of the world. It, it, it's a horrible thing. One of the main things in life for a healthy psyche is socialization, be it a church, be it a, a senior center. It is horrible to close things down. On the other hand, do we close it down the exact right day? That's for the historians in 20 years to decide. It
0: seems, though, that a lot of these computer models about the virus were wrong. I recall one that predicted as many as half a million deaths here in the USA. Another predicted 100 to 250,000. So what happened with that?
1: Well, when we locked down the society, those models went out the window. For I think I saw about two and a half million Americans would die from this alone, which is probably twice the amount of people that die normally in the US. So when we lock down everything, stop the economy, stop the world, put everybody in a bubble, sort of, then the computer models have to be changed because we're not functioning. AS WE WERE. NOW THE QUESTION IS, HOW DO WE OPEN IT UP? TWO MONTHS AGO, THREE MONTHS AGO, WE SHOULD HAVE HAD THESE MASKS, AND WE SHOULD HAVE BEEN WALKING OUT WITH THEM, BECAUSE PEOPLE DIDN'T KNOW IF THEY WERE SICK. AND THE MASKS ARE INCREDIBLY VALUABLE FOR THE ASYMPTOMATIC VIRAL CARRIERS THAT ARE AFFECTING EVERYBODY. Step number two is getting the proper tests so we know who's positive, who's negative. Even if you want to, you've got to have a fever here in New York because there's a shortage of tests. You would think by now there wouldn't be a shortage of tests. But if you can test, have billions of tests within the country, do it in the privacy of your own home will be in the future. That's really the two things. we got to test like crazy so we know both serologically and nasal swab and we've got to be able to protect our face so that we can't innocently hurt others.
0: Okay, Dr. Dean Hart, we thank you for your time and insights today. God bless you. You too.